Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Where do you stand on government disclosure? Do you think they're going to do it? I don't. Yes, absolutely. I think it's going to leak out some other way. I really think that they, they have to. I think that it's no longer a question of choice. This is uh, put up or shut up, and they know that they've got to have the planet come up to speed because there are too many complexities in relationship to uh, what they prefer to call an alien presence, and it's quite complex. And uh, there really are, um, I think, allies and enemies, and it's gotten to a point, if we're going to start breaking off with Elon Musk going to Mars in four or five years to set up a colony there, and Starshot is going to start going to Alpha Centauri, at about 30% the speed of light, and other projects are going to happen. And the Webb telescope is going to come online this year, and we might be able, it's supposed to be uh, so good, so refined, that maybe even uh, looking at Alpha Centauri, that Webb will be able to focus down and resolve even planets, depending upon size and, and distance. So. This is not the world that it has been for the last 4.6 billion years in terms of conscious life on it. This is a brand new epoch that is beginning. And for for governments to know that we're not alone in this universe, to keep as policies of lies and denial, their back engineering of the technology, that there are all kinds of types, lots of humanoids, and that uh, to to make this all be, quote-unquote, the black secret space program, as opposed to one of light for the entire planet to know about and work in, that seems to me a travesty. And therefore, I think they've got to open this up so that they can join what the world of humanity is with the uh, solar system and Milky Way galaxy, new, you call it new science, new frontiers, new adventures. It's really happening. And if, if you have one part of the planet that has all the secrets, all the technology, they're the ones that truly are breaking away. Uh, and, and the rest of us are deliberately kept in the dark. What kind of a world is that. To the phones now we go. Thomas in La Jolla, California is with us. Hi, Tom. Hi, George. Thank you for taking my call. And Linda, thank you. Uh, I and the Coast audience, thank you for everything that you do at Earth Files. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it because it's really hard work. (laughs) It really is. I can imagine. I can imagine. You know, okay, The takeaway I'm getting from this evening, you spoke about the possibility of uh, nuclear war and also ecological collapse, 
And I'm reminded of how many military whistleblowers that you have interviewed. And also I'm reminded of um, uh, recently you were talking about how a faction within the CIA had scripted the 1951 movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Right. And that's fascinating to me because it's almost as if um, a faction or factions within the extraterrestrials and or ultra-dimensionals are setting up a back-channel communication with people in the military and perhaps through Hollywood to say nuclear war is not acceptable and um, you are under the possibility of an ecological collapse. So I guess my question is, would a faction of the extraterrestrials and or ultra-dimensionals, would they intervene in a nuclear war scenario and or an ecological planetary collapse? They already have, over and over and over again. In the 60s and the 70s, the most dramatic encounters and interactions with the UFO phenomena was on uh, Minuteman missile bases and others. And we have so much data on that, so many people like Robert Salas, uh, his dramatic story of being down 80 feet inside of one of the missile silos at Malmstrom when he gets an emergency call. It's from a sabotage alert a security guard up on top, 80 feet above, and the security guard is saying there is this large red pulsing disc, and it has stopped. This was such a strange detail. It had stopped over a gate, almost as if it was acknowledging that from the human point of view, it was a gate. From the UFO point of view, it would be insignificant. And yet it had stopped over the gate as if signaling that it was doing something that was non-hostile, but it ended up bringing down missiles. This is one of the famous cases where the missiles were brought down, 10 of them, uh, every second. Uh, and the Boeing came and investigated, and Boeing concluded that there was nothing in the construction of the Minuteman missiles that they knew of in terrestrial science that could have ended up with uh, these missiles going down. I think it was every 10 seconds in one case, and there was another one where they went down more quickly. And that means that they were going offline, that something outside of Malmstrom Air Force Base and the Minuteman missile system was controlling our most sensitive military secret. There were dozens and dozens of cases, and it, if you boiled it all down and you add some of the insights from people in the human abduction syndrome who said uh, uh, multiple times over the last 30 years, when we exploded uh, an atomic bomb like we did at White Sands or at Hiroshima and Nagasaki, so what we did not understand was that we were tearing into one or more other dimensions and that the intelligence that has been coping with, manipulating with uh, the various 
life experiments on this planet for a very long time, that they are not going to allow the destruction of other constructs, use that word as a catch-all, in other dimensions, and that they would always interfere with and stop our efforts to uh, explode bombs. Now, that was the perspective in the 60s and the 70s from people uh, at Boeing who were trying to understand how in the world these craft could do this, uh, the multiple uh, witnesses who saw these kinds of interactions. Now we're at 2018, and your question is a very relevant one because this is a period that feels more, um, more dangerous than perhaps since uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis and some of the events that took place in the 60s and the 70s, and that we're now at another question, would uh, any kind of nuclear warfare uh, be allowed to go forward now, or will it always be interrupted, uh, blocked? Things happen so that humans can't destroy this planet. And that is, to me, a fascinating question. I would hope that what was demonstrated in the 60s and the 70s, that, wow, we were not going to be allowed to use these missiles for any kind of a nuclear launch, that that policy would still be in place. Hmm. But we are, as I said earlier, there's, we are entering such a new and unknown phase, not just not just of the last 5,000 years, we're entering now where the standing up primates from Homo erectus onward, if we were all manipulated by outside intelligences for various experimentations, that we are a model that has finally made it to the stage where we are going to be launching into another planet in our solar system. We're going to be launching toward another solar system uh, we are setting out, and I, I don't think that it is fair, nor does it make any sense to continue to perpetuate this theater of the absurd on planet Earth, that governments want everybody to stay dumb and blind while they're back engineering technology from other timelines, other dimensions, other solar systems in the universe, wherever it's coming from, it's got to embrace the entire planet Earth with all of the truth, or maybe we are not going to survive. Good point, Linda. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.